I, Justin, take thee, Ashley, to be my lawful wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or worse, even if our definition of household essentials are drastically different. I, Ashley, take thee, Justin, to be my lawful wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, even if you try to get us to buy a crack house. <laughs> One of us is lying in our vows and it's not me. <laughs> Wait. It absolutely is, you know. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you, uh, your, your definition of essentials is, um... Looking around the house, questionable at best. What you mean? I don't know. We only buying essentials. That's in the budget. <laughs> we end up with two benches that don't nobody sit on. First of all, Naomi and I, and, well, first, everybody in this house sits on those benches. And after this episode, if that's what you're going to go with, don't even look them benches wet. <laughs> Do you like the benches, babe? I don't have no choice but to like them. I'm just saying, like, have you sat on them? Yep. I ain't sat on $400 worth of benches. Sound essential to me. They was they, they retail $400, but I spent two. Woo, bargain Betty. Mm, if you spend two, they don't make it a sale. Yes, it does. It does not. At any rate... Seating in your home is essential. Um, we can dig deeper into this topic and talking about, you know, all things Muse Noir and how <laughs> your home really should just feel away, you know? And Justin does not complain after this stuff gets set up because he'd be the first one to sit in a freshly clean room, be the first one to sit his ass on the bench, hammock, greenhouse. Hmm. Gotta get your money's worth huh. out there. No, 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 no. Now this crack house. Well, hey, we'll get there. It was um. It was a deal. Still of a deal. What you say? Just because you spent two don't mean it was a deal. <laughs> okay. So, let me tell y'all this. First of all, good morning, hello, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you guys are watching this, all I know is what we all have in common is this is our 20th week in the house. Well, some of y'all in the club, but for those of us who got sense, this is week 20 for us. Doing hookah, which is, I mean, being no, don't be in the club, but doing hookah is like, I'm taking the next level. I don't want to live. But (laughs) (laughs) that to me is fascinating. I done seen people live their best life on vacations, been in a club, been at a parade. Uh, where else? That's where we really need to define essential. I tried not to in the beginning to like judge where people were going when they were like trying to get outside because you don't really know what people are dealing with in their mental space. And everybody's like at home life is like it might not be the greatest. People might need that outlet. But, I mean, you still got to give a fuck about your life when you do go outside. Yeah. I mean, you don't got to be doing, like... Social, social stuff. Yeah, you don't got to be out here living like that. 
Like you just trying to catch it at this point. Yeah, yeah. I I do want to ask certain people like, so what made you get a table? <laughs> like, what made you thought think like bottle service was a good idea during like? Hmm? And sharing the hookah. Yeah, I do wanna. You know, yeah. Questions that need answered, but you know. I'm trying not to judge, so that need like an Instagram page for just like a hashtag for like pictures of stupid. That, that's I call What's it the stupid. Page called people of New York. Oh yeah, uh, is that the page? What's the page called? Human, humans in, humans humans in New, New York? York. Yeah, like humans of Corona. Nah, we need like dickheads of Corona. Like to see, like just take pictures and hashtag it to see people like doing stuff that don't make sense. Yeah, definitely. that would be entertaining. Yeah. At any rate, this episode is not about the kids <laughs> of of quarantine. <laughs> this episode is, um, I think, a pretty vulnerable topic. Um, I think it was more vulnerable for us in the process of us getting ourselves together. Um, and we kind of have gone back and forth on sharing this. Um, like, we both secretly shared it in our own little way. Um, but didn't just come out right and say what this particular post was pertaining to. But um, this episode will probably need some type of follow-up, but it is all about how we have been able to take advantage um, of our finances, of our finance goals during this um, 20-week period. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because uh, last season we did an episode, so this is kind of like part two, and it was one of our most popular episodes last season. Um, if you haven't listened to Debt Do Us Part, and it was our third episode that we ever did. You think people should listen to that one first before they get here? Probably, like, just to just to kind of see the evolution. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty neat to, like, have this conversation after that and, and see how far we've come. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty neat. I'm, I'm excited about it, like, just to... I don't know. I feel like the air breathes a little differently now. I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think I'm different air. I think, I don't know. I would use other words to describe it. So let's just introduce the number and then we can take it from there. Because, I mean, granted, we've been in the house for for 20 weeks, but like the number is from... um, January to June, so the first six months first of the year. First six months of the year. So this year, and this and in full transparency, this is not something like like we mentally were were might have been saying like yeah we need to get it together get it together but um we never well we tried to come together with a plan but we'll, we'll just we'll we'll walk you through it in a second. So in the first six months of the year, um, Justin and I have been able to pay off a substantial amount of debt. How much debt, babe? What's the number, babe? You got it. $50,628.53. 53 cents. Get the get that 53 cents. 53 cents in there. So first of all, wow. Huge blessing. Like, I you can't even say the number without smiling, just because it's just for us. I think it feels so unbelievable. Like, granted, 
Like Justin is a, an advisor and, and nothing on this episode is, you know, his advice. We're just telling you, you know, what happened. What had happened was <laughs> <laughs> we accidentally start paying stuff off. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a major way. And I think, um, I don't know. It kind of, it really does snowball. Like once you start, you're addicted to checking off that the next box. But that's like the huge first step, though, like mm-hmm. is being able to check out stuff like visually. Yeah. So you had this great idea of like, oh, let's put it all on this this whiteboard that mm-hmm. you took from your office. Well, no, that's mine. That's, uh, that's, that's my work. That's my work. Damn, I mean, I wasn't trying to snitch on it. I was saying, like, here so you brought it home from your I'm office. I'm like, stealing from the jug. I wasn't trying to smoky. I wasn't trying to say it like that. <laughs> I knew it was your board. Like, you, you took it the wrong way. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey. But now, like, you got this board, like, and it was huge. So it was like this huge, like, we we literally took a night and just took out, looked at every little thing. So we divided up in two things. So one, here's all the debt on the left side that we, we have outstanding. So credit cards, loans, like, whatever the case is, and just wrote them all down. And then on the right side, just wrote down, like, okay, here are all the recurring expenses that we have. So monthly. your the monthly expenses that you have. So your mm-hmm. car notes, light gas, and then just budget all that out. Rent the runway. Right. <laughs> and again, the guy's essentials. Mind you, she's still trying to pay for rent the runway. It ain't nowhere to rent the runway. What are you <laughs> talking the about? Coronavirus. Let me just Walking do. around the living room and rent the runway. Stop. I have not. I paused my rent the runway subscription in March, and I have saved a lot of money. Um, So there's that. Looking forward to renting again. <laughs> if you don't know, um, I have no shame in my game. I rent my work clothes from Rent the Runway. Um, this is not an ad. Definitely should be. But I just feel like I spend two, three hundred dollars in Target buying work clothes, um, or just buying just like I don't know. As you get older, especially for women, like I feel like your style changes, like you either cover up more, you still wanna stay stylish, blah, 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 blah. So I'm constantly throwing stuff out of my closet. Um and buying new stuff. So I just decided to do Rent the Runway. Yeah, and it, I mean, it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to wash it. It comes to the door. I drop it off at UPS 30 and keep it moving. And like even like people wear outfits like once or twice and yeah. it's like, oh, I'm not wearing it anymore. You forget in the back of your closet and mm-hmm. then, oh, you just spent $100 on the outfit that you're not going to wear again. It makes sense to spend whatever on yep. a monthly basis. And I keep it for as long as I want and blah, 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 blah. And I'll tell you more if they decide to use, have a paid ad. <laughs> um, so anyway, so like Justin said, we, we whipped out the whiteboard. And, and full transparency, like, let me tell you guys, like, we have tried to do this several times before. Um, I think that Justin and I are, I won't say completely different learners, but I'm super visual. Like, don't give me no estimates of a number. Like, I need the exact number. I need to, like, feel it in my soul. Like, this is it. Um, I don't want surprises. So I'm writing it all down. And I need to see it. And I need to see it often for it to stay in the front of my mind. And 
the first couple of times that we tried this, we were just using like, I think an ex, a spreadsheet. Yeah, Excel right? spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were using like this Excel spreadsheet. We didn't really like go dig through our mail and um, get like the exact numbers for things. We just were kind of like, yeah, I think we owe this on this. Or we think, you know, this is what this bill is each month or whatever. Um, and so I never, apart, like, this is probably not the only reason, but a part of me not being able to fully commit to the plan was that it just felt so sketchy to me. And so um, I ended up telling Justin that and... He was like, okay, got it. We need to get the actual numbers. Okay. So we took a day. We dug through the mail to get every piece of mail that we have for stuff that we pay, stuff that we don't pay, blah, 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 blah. Sat down with that. And I just wrote it all out. And for some things like medical bills and stuff like that, I had to write the account numbers out just to make sure like, the next the next envelope I was opening wasn't the same bill and just like with interest or something like that because it's just all too much of Delta. I would say don't try to do this shit all in one sitting because you're gonna stress yourself out. Well, you, what you think? I like, mean, I'm I'm more of a swallow the frog. Like get the hardest thing out of the way. Like just put it all out there and then like go from there. Now and but that does bring up a good point. I wonder. I would say hindsight being 2020, this is a good exercise to do early on in the, in a serious relationship. Yeah. Like, okay, like here's what we both have uh, individually. And then if we combine our expenses, like this is what we'll have. So it becomes more habit mm-hmm. versus being down the road. And it's like, okay, like let me, let me clean up and do this maintenance. Uh, so it becomes more habitual than anything. I think more habitual and a whole lot less scary and vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, six months ago or however long ago, not that freaking long ago, I was still operating on the premise of like, all right, I'm about to get this. I ain't even going to look at my account. I know it's money in there. I ain't going to think about what else got to come out. I'm just going to get it. I'm going to make it right back. Yeah. And a lot of us do that. Like, I th- I think we all kind of spend our our 20s, or at least our early 20s, like, living life to the fullest and then being definitely afraid to log into your Wells Fargo <laughs> account. And then, you know, if, if shit's still clearing, then we partying. And if it's not, then, oh, I didn't fucked it up. Like. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, we don't, especially if you've never had it before, like yeah. you've never seen it. It's like, man, I, I have the ability to buy mm-hmm. stuff that I've never seen before. So let me, let me get it in, and I'll worry about the rest later. Yeah, because then worrying about the rest later reverts back to how a lot of us grew up. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, like let me put a band aid on it, and I'll fix it later. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will say, I think for me, just like just speaking six months ago, I think I was still like partially in that mentality because like, I felt like you had laid out this plan. Like, this is what you need to do, Ashley. Like, max out your retirement, like max out what you can contribute retirement wise, like save this, this, that, and a third. And so I was checking those boxes and I was just like, all right, like, 
you know, this is coming out already. This is coming out already. It's money coming out of my check that goes into our joint account that, you know, covers what needs to be covered. And so, you know, all the rest of this, what bills? What long? What long? Like, what? What debt? Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, this was a gift and a curse. Like, being able to sit down at home has been... Um, a gift for us and it's not lost on us that that is not the case for everybody like we have been able to um, keep our jobs stay fully employed um, work from home have our kid at home not feel obligated to send her back Um, yes she's on our nerves from time to time but um, I would rather her be on my nerves than to not be here from getting sick and I just, I don't know. I know that's not the case for everybody. So I'm, we are super grateful. Yeah. And humbled by that. Yeah. But on a lighter note, I mean, if we really want to keep it 100, how to pay off $50,000, we just, all we did was skip two months of daycare and we made it. <laughs> <laughs> it. No, seriously, I sent, I sent your dad a text because he was like, yeah, something, something about school. And I was like, man, my job just said that, um, we can stay home. Well, they're going to come back and reevaluate whether or not we come back into the office in September. And it was like, September 14th, we'll have an answer for you guys. I said, well, shit, you know, let me think about this. From March to September, how much money have I saved not having to pay daycare? And I said, holy shit, we are Mormon. <laughs> she is homeschooled. <laughs> And fuck that daycare. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. So how we do it, babe? I mean, so we talked about writing it all down. Um, and then it was a matter of, like, one, just, like, attack and stuff. Like, okay, like, here are, like, the, the smaller things that we could just knock out real quick. You got to tell them how we wrote it in order. Oh, we wrote it in order from, like, uh, from... From smallest to largest. So that was the first step. Like, here are our smallest bills. Like, here, here are the smallest debts that we have here. And then going up to the largest. And then, like, just starting with the smallest ones. Like, man, okay, like, let me get this. Let me get this quick win. And mm-hmm. just, like, paying stuff off. And then literally checking it off the board. Like, with a green marker. Like, yeah. okay, checking this off. And then it kind of got addicted from there. It's like, yeah. I, like, I want to put this next check up. Who's going to put the next check on the board? Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty cool. It's like, okay, like every day, like, okay, somebody pulling the board out, like, what's she paying off? And kind of trying to see, like, okay, like, oh, you just paying something off? Well, let me see what I can do. No, that's literally how it went. Because you was like, oh, I'm about to, you was like, okay, uh, how did you just turn? 32? Come on, I'm 31. I'm just saying, you just young out here in these streets. Justin was like, all right, 31, I don't want to walk into 31 without um with any debt with any debt besides our house and stuff yeah besides like the the, uh, like the big stuff yeah um and so i was like oh nah he ain't about to (laughs) he not about to y'all know this is a competitive household um he ain't about to get me so i was like i'm gonna knock off this 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 and this boom and after the fact i was like 
Day after day. Looking at my account, like, ah, <laughs> oh, dang. But, you know, once it's done, it's done. And the less money that you got to pay to a debt collector is more money in your pocket, strangely enough. So, oh, and then I think it's important for us to say that we wrote our list individually first. Yeah. So we wrote, Justin wrote out his debt. I wrote out my debt. And then we sat down with the board and I wrote it all combined, smallest to largest, um, all on the whiteboard. Which is helpful. It was mm-hmm. helpful. Like one, because I think that takes the sting out of it. Like two, like if you're just putting all this debt in together, like one, you can reconcile it with yourself individually first before you present it to the group. And like, uh, <laughs> like this is it. It's a lot show less me scary. Yours, I'll show you mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's it. So I don't know. So it was cool. But uh, then I feel like you also like, so this year is Justin and I seventh year being together. It's taken us a really long time just being vulnerable with finance. Like, vo- like people don't talk about this as much as they should, but finances are hella vulnerable <laughs> to discuss with somebody else. And mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine doing this like as boyfriend and girlfriend. But I think we would be so much further along had we started earlier. Yeah, hindsight like 2020. But it, mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you always hear that finance is top three reasons why people get divorced or break mm-hmm. up, whatever the case is. So as we're saying, hindsight is 2020, like, recognize that most people don't still don't have these conversations throughout yeah, their until, like, it's too late. Yeah, and literally. And somebody is always more is is always going to be further along in the mental process of this than the other person. And it's important that you like receive the mental process part of this conversation because much like the gym, like when we all start these diets on and off, hopping on diets or hiring a trainer, but like you I think from well, I'll just speak for myself. The only time that a diet has worked for me is when I have been mentally prepared to do it or a workout or a new regimen or any goal. The only time it has worked out is when I have mentally prepared myself to do it. And your finances, I think, are exactly the same. Like you have to be mentally prepared to to be like, nah, I can do this shit. Like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel or I feel educated enough to know why this is important and why I shouldn't let this shit go into default or, um, yeah, that mental you piece. pay might, these bills on time. Yeah, that, that mind over matter, that whole, like, no, let me look at my account to see if I can swing this, like, things mm-hmm. like that. And, and it's also a lifestyle, like, not not a lifestyle of what you have right now, but, mm-hmm. like, okay, like, let me look across the table at this person that I want to be with for the rest of my life, like, this is how we're living now, but imagine how we could be living if we got to this point. And also, like, how do I want us to be living at that point? Like, yeah. and being able to push off the instant gratification for realizing, like, if I plan on being with this person for the rest of my life, like, how beautiful it could be mm-hmm. if we knock this out. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you're not attached to somebody, I think it's the same concept. Like, yeah. You got to do a kind of almost like a process of elimination. Like, okay, this is where I want to be. What do I need to do to get there? Or what's not serving me? What's standing in my way? Oh, these, you know, 
getting a $40 hookah every weekend is cutting into whatever or buying lunch every day is cutting into whatever. Um, I'm not about to throw Target under the bus, so we ain't even going to put that in there because the Target is essential. And Target <laughs> will tell you what you need. You know, you don't need to go on Target with a list. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, but that's a good point, though, because everybody has their vices no matter what it is. Like yeah. everybody, and don't let people shame you for whatever your vice is, but understand that whatever your vice is, could you put that off yeah. for now to get, to have the choice to have later? Because ultimately, like freedom, mm-hmm. like real freedom is the ability to make a choice. So, if you if you pay off, if you're able to attack that now, like later on, you have a choice of like, do I want to buy this or not? Am I able to? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's a huge real. difference. That's real. And I will say this, like this, us paying this money off, it hasn't been like we eating ramen. Like we've been able to maintain a lot of things. That, like like Justin said, like we haven't had to pay daycare. <clears throat> that's one thing um what else um like i'm gonna eat something good for lunch so that has not that expense hasn't been we live in gastonia both work in charlotte naomi goes to daycare in charlotte so gas has not been a thing for us yeah um Buy, like buying separate like breakfast in the morning like not mm-hmm. like we're, we're buying collective meals yep. instead of us each individually spending you know what thirty dollars a day mm-hmm. you know minimum on, on meals yeah so and then it was something else i was gonna say um what's the other thing it was something. But re- but start there. Like, see what all expenses you have saved. Like, try to write down, like, for, okay, if I've been home since March this to now, like, what expenses don't I have by staying in the house? And then calculate that to figure out, like, I'm sure we're going to be in the house until, you know, however long. And if you haven't saved up that amount of money na- by now, then it's never too late to start, like. Start this week and see how much you can save until you have to go back to work. Um, I think that's a huge thing. Definitely, like Uncle Dave Ramsey said, that snowball (laughs) effect and writing down your debt smallest to largest really gives gives you that euphoria sense of like, oh, shit, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And it's like, just keep swimming. (laughs) Just keep swimming. Um. And you start checking off those boxes and you just, like, you picking up the phone, like, 1-800 number. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Somebody. <laughs> like, okay, how much I owe? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to get that to you right now. Like, yeah. Because I don't even want to. And for some odd reason, expect to end up paying something that you ain't have no clue Stop about. Always <laughs> so just so let me tell y'all something, but like we obviously this is also attached to like us building um, up our credit scores and stuff, right? As we're paying stuff off, so we get into this groove of paying stuff off, and we literally right now only have student loans that we still owe, our house, and the cars. We don't have any credit card debt, no medical, no Amazon, like n- nothing else crazy, y'all. We how long have we lived in Charlotte? Or how long have we lived in North Carolina? Fourteen, like going on what six years? We've been here for almost six years, y'all. Tell me why 
something hit my credit and I was like, oh, somebody stole my identity. <laughs> and Justin was like, what? I said, somebody stole my identity. They said, um, you know, I owe this and it just hit my credit. And I'm like, I was so mad because we were working so hard. And I got the Googling. I didn't call the like credit bureau. I didn't call everybody. And it's a motherfucking light company in St. Louis. Talking about $65. Yeah, that was picking on you. What happened? What is going on? Like, did the other collectors be like, yo, they paying their shit off. You might as well go ahead and get yours. <laughs> like, go ahead and call them up now. Fuck, fuck up her credit right now. Like, in six years, you didn't... You didn't reach out to me. You didn't try to put. You didn't put it on my credit. Like what happened? That y'all need sixty five dollars, right? At this moment, so with no notice, no notice. Don't know how they found me. This is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm a disputed. Nah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to. Yeah, yeah, you you kind of had to. But with us freeing up. Uh, 50k worth of debt um, since January and I've been in that amount like we're also including like our mortgage payments and stuff like that things that we you know because that's a loan things that we would normally be paying off um, but in that it freed up some funds for us and so I don't know if Justin like thought this was going to be a part of the episode or not but I think it's important to say like when I say, like, this wasn't, like, a ramen, you know, struggle thing. So, I can only imagine if we did really get super disciplined um, in doing it that way. However, it freed up some funds for us. And in our relationship, like, Justin is the big gift giver. Like, I'm the little gift giver, like, here and there. And I won't say little, but, like, he does big, big gifts, probably because he's more disciplined with his finances to be able to save to do bigger gifts. But the moment that we had paid off like this amount of money, Justin's birthday was rolling around. And I was like, do you want a car? And he just <laughs> looked at me like, what? Trying not to smile, trying to push his little cheekbones down. And... Let me tell y'all how elevated this man's mindset is. The first thing he said was, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm about to go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to blow a check. And so, uh, so, I, so he just looked at, I just looked at him and I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, do you want to buy a car? Because you've been saying it for so long that you, you know, you wanted to get a new car. And at the times when you were like emailing me these hints and asking, it I just it just didn't feel good to me. Like I felt like not that we were going paycheck to paycheck, but I just kind of didn't feel like adding a, a new bill. And so I told him, I was like, you know, one, you've been asking, two, you deserve it. Three, I got the money. Like, if you want to do it, just like when I bring in a Reese cup in the house, you got 24 hours to eat that thing. Literally, that's if what happened. If you don't eat this goddamn Reese cup, I'm going to eat this shit. Yeah, with 24 hours to decide. I did. I had yeah. to give put him on the clock. And he still came back to me and was like, okay, so 
I'm kind of torn because if you're telling me that you saved this amount. First of all, I saved a shit ton of money, right? And I told Justin, and he was like, what? You saved it? You saved it? <laughs> Is the, are the cops behind you, bitch? Like, yeah. are they looking for you? <laughs> and, well, I'm so proud of you, for real. Thank you. No, he and that, for me, like, that was my... That was my reward, like to see how proud he was of me for saving this this dollar amount. I was like, I want to save more. Like I want another sticker. Like it just <laughs> felt really good because that has been our seesaw. That has been a seesaw in our relationship, just up and down. But he was just like, okay, so I kind of want a new car, but then I also feel like we should be responsible and pay off some of this debt. And that's what got us to like, I think we ended up paying, I think we was probably at maybe like 42000 that we had paid off at that time. And then we turned around and did a little blitz. Yeah. And just start paying off more stuff. Just so he would feel comfortable about buying his car, y'all. For real, though, because, like, I had already decided I was going to sell my car anyway. Like, oh, man, we ain't going nowhere anywhere. I don't need a car. So I decided I was going to sell my car, put it up, sold the car the next day. Like, well, Crazy. Yeah. Just, like, sat there. and was like, well, yep. All right, here go. I guess we buying a car. <laughs> I guess we getting one because I hadn't had a note. But it, it, was, it was so dope. And then I think um, one thing to just touch on, though, is like people are like, well, how do you not know like how much somebody has saved like in your house? Or, like, oh, spouse? Because yeah. like you always hear like these these stories of like, oh, like who pays what and who pays this? Mm-hmm. I think we have like a really good system down mm-hmm. where we both have separate accounts, but we also have a joint account mm-hmm. that like essential bills get paid out of. That uh, part that percentages of our check go into automatically. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like like automatically like a percentage of your check like goes in this account. So you know it's gonna be there, and this this is just here to pay like bills, and that's mm-hmm. it. And I think that's really important. I mean, run your household how you do. Like y'all run your household how you do, but mm-hmm. I think it's really important to understand. In my opinion, like no nobody controls like this. Nobody control the other person. The other person, yeah. like you're an adult. Like we have these conversations about. My hope is that each one of us, one respects each other to mm-hmm. make sure that we're individually in a better position financially, realizing that that's only going to make us better as a collective. And that took a while too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's that took a while because if, if I remember at one point, I don't know what we had going on. But we, like, I was holding on to these funds and Justin was, like, trying to pay something off, like, a loan that he had took out for us. And we both were wrong in a situation. Like, he had never told me he took out the loan. And then I was just, like, blowing money fast. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about to get this. And I had never asked him, like, yo, you need help with anything? Or, but he also never said, like, yeah, "Yeah, I took out this loan. And we were, like, having a conversation with, like, a finance coach or something. And Justin had this loan on his written down. And I was like, first of all, where did you get, (laughs) like, this absurd amount of money to even borrow? Like, how did you do this? Why didn't you tell me? So when I tell y'all this has been, like, a roller coaster, it's been a roller coaster. So don't think that you're about to walk into a relationship 
and you're going to have one conversation about finances and y'all all, y'all both going to walk away on the same page. Like this, when I tell y'all this shit is mental, it's individually mental. Like if you were raised with money and the ability to understand financial literacy, then good on you. But a ton of us were not. And so I think that Justin and I like are in the same boat where we, we were not raised with like a whole bunch of money. We didn't have that financial education. Um, we didn't have like this huge handout. And even still with the, our situations being so similar, we still have different mindsets. Like Justin's mindset was, oh, nah, I'm not going to spend this dollar because I don't want to go back to what I know. And my mindset was, I'm going to spend this dollar because I know everything is still going to be okay. I'll figure it out. Yeah. And it all goes back, like, at the end of the day, like, to communication. And in a difficult topic, it's one of the most difficult topics to talk about, just communicating that. It's Mm -hmm. like, like, Ashley mentioned it, like you mentioned at the beginning of like our relationship, communication was terrible. So like you, you were over here, like I remember that, like you were over here spending money mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting here like, I remember like just getting and like, and it takes a lot for me to get mad, like just getting pissed. Like, hold up, man. I just took out this, uh, we had the conversation, like, man, I just took out this loan and you over here just spending money. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and going back to the old, like ideals, like, oh, you got to be a provider, like this, this and that. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, and that's the other difficult part where it's like, okay, like I got to find different ways to make money happen versus to what um, I'm used to, like in a relationship, like thinking about like the other person, mm-hmm. because like before us, it's like, okay, I can make some money appear, mm-hmm. but like now... It's like, okay, like, let me figure out how to make this work for the both of us and include us in instead of just, yeah, include you in that conversation. Because yeah. um, that's what you said. As soon as as soon as soon we got out the meeting with the lady, I was like, where the fuck did you get $10,000 from? And you was like, I, well, you know, we needed to make it happen. So I made it happen. Like, I'm the provider. And I was like, I feel you. But, bro, like. How am I supposed to move around financially not knowing that you had like you have this to pay back? Because now it's not even a you thing. Like it were we married? We were married. Nah, we weren't married then. We weren't married? Nah, and I was I was remember I remember I was like I was so mad. I was like, I'm over here pulling out ten thousand dollars out my ass and you <laughs> over here buying just random stuff bitches yes <laughs> we i think no babe i think we was married we were that might have been like the first year or no something. we was engaged we were definitely engaged I don't yeah think we, we, was, married, we was engaged we was engaged because um, we wouldn't have been married without that conversation what you mean we we definitely would have been married we we the whole our finance let me tell you how fucked up our our no. financial communication we were married no we we weren't married but i i remember like having a thought like oh like I, this this is a vulnerable uh moment mm-hmm. i remember like having a thought like cuz we were paying for the wedding mm-hmm. like still at, like breakfield and yeah. like with oh, all yeah, that yeah. And I was like, oh, if this is how finance is going to be in this relationship, in oh, this yeah, marriage, well, this ain't going to work. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I figured this out now. And then it's like, and it just so happened like we had the, the conversation that really broke the ice. Mm-hmm. He was calling me selfish because I was spending money when he had took out this mystery loan that I had nothing to do about. I had nothing, no knowledge of. 
And then I'm calling him retarded cuz he ain't want to communicate instead of like you I, and my argument was like you don't have to struggle with this box like you don't have to take on this burden by yourself so that's why i said we were both you know dead wrong because essentially i should have asked it's you know something needed to be paid but listen our financial communication started out bad you're gonna laugh from the jump street because even coming into the relationship with us moving in together, I moved to St. Louis. I was looking for a job and we never had a communication about finances. All we said was we was going to split everything down the middle. Yeah. And you was like, cool. Which was fine with for you because, yeah, which was fine for the both of us because we were just on this like doing our doing this shit our way yeah. thing, right? But you never looked at me and said, ma'am, how the fuck are you going to split these bills down the middle if you don't have With no job? With no job. <laughs> right? So, this shit was terrible from Jump Street. I ain't complaining, though, because I was getting ass. I was right. like, I don't know where this hair coming from, and I it's ain't going to ask. And, like, he ne- and he never asked, and I just was like, it, but it was very that was very immature of us to start out like that. Very immature for me to not to say, like, hey... This is how much money I can contribute. And this is how long this shit going to last if we going to have. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is. And, um, yeah, we never, like, it's been bad. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was definitely growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, ton of growth. And <sighs> thank God. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God. But but getting back to the point, like, it, it, it was cool, like, just seeing us, like, how we... Like now, manage the expenses like with the money going in or automatically. But we added a new wrinkle with the the paying off debt that I really enjoy. Um, so along with like paying off, like putting the money automatically into uh, the joint account, mm-hmm. we um, we have the joint credit card, which is pretty neat. Oh yeah. So having a joint credit card, what we're able to do is any individual and collective expenses. Like there's no, there's really no outside account. Mm-hmm. So instead of like taking the money out of your checking account individually, like you just put it on this this one credit card. Mm-hmm. One, it gives you the cash back to for stuff that you were gonna buy anyway. But two, like it allows all the expenses to be in one place. So it's like okay, this is my individual expense. I can go in there and choose each transaction that I actually bought uh, that was for me, mm-hmm. and just choose it to pay it. Uh, individually and Ashley can do the same but if it's a collective expense then we pay it from a joint account and it's like okay like and now you have a good idea like what your household budget is like okay this is what we're spending yeah uh light bill like everything comes out like automatically like we know we got to pay light bill uh internet like whatever the case is like it's automatically going on this one card where one you're getting the cash back for it because you're gonna pay it anyway, but also like it allows you to budget, which is pretty neat, and everything is in one spot. Yeah. But you have to tell them what the purpose is, like beyond what you just said. Like the the purpose for the credit card, I thought you were saying was like for us to be able to build credit off of it. Oh yeah, and build build credit off mm-hmm. like build stronger credit off of stuff that you were gonna be doing anyway. Yeah. So instead of choosing like, oh, okay, you pay this bill and you pay this bill out of your checking account, just put it on the credit card and like now. Now you're both building credit, yeah, and you can see it, and it's benefiting the the household. So why not? Yeah, I haven't been using it as much just out of 
trying to keep up with the process, like just being acclimated to our new way of doing finances. But um, man, I, I use it all the time. And I guess the other trick for me is like everybody always like waits, like just to make sure I'm staying within the budget is <clears throat> like I buy something cool. As soon as it posts the next day or the next day after that, like it might be two days sometime. Like I automatically go and pay it from my checking account instead of waiting to the end of the month. Yeah, I got too much on my mind to to do it. So I think I had used it maybe like the first month we had it, and then I was like, uh, it's just stressing me out a little bit. I'm just now getting used to just not going on like oh, impulse buy. Mm-hmm. Like let me lock that in for a second, and then I can get with the program over here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also because I'm also managing. Muse New War accounts, too. So, yeah, no, that works for me because, like, now, like, I know, like, okay, if I'm outside my budget, but in my checking account, I can't move the money over to pay for it, like, okay, I can't buy nothing else. Mm, That makes sense, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but so, yeah, I'm interested to see. We've been getting really good feedback from these last couple of episodes, especially Jabari's. Um, I want to take a commercial break and then touch on that real fast um, anyway so i don't know the coolest thing about that i find satisfa- satisfaction is it's like being able to like paying off the stuff but then like i remember for like the first couple of weeks like literally multiple times a day like I'm checking credit cards. Like you sure nothing else popped up? Like yeah. there's no like literally no balances on y'all. Like they was just picking on me. Yeah, they was just picking on you. But <laughs> I was like, yo, like there's no balances on y'all. Like you sure? So I'm going in. I'm trying to pay stuff. Like hey, let me just put an extra fifty on here, even though the balance <laughs> zero, just in case something pop up. Like y'all gonna let me do this? Like I don't want to see it. So that was that was really cool. Um, for the first time in my life, like legitimately like okay like y'all just gonna sit here at zero like what i'm supposed to do now buy something all right i don't know nah, i buy <laughs> nothing like so that that was like a a mental adjustment for real like not knowing yeah. what to do yeah it definitely becomes an addiction just one checking the boxes two checking your credit checking your accounts, um, getting those paid off letters. Um, even you even speak to the collectors differently. You know what I mean? Hey, how you doing? You, you good? <laughs> your mama good? Okay, let's pay this shit off. Let's pay some shit off today. All right. Thank you, Benjamin. You know, thank thank you for taking this money. But yes. it didn't take my petty away though. That's the thing though, cause like What? For real, it didn't. Because it's like certain stuff like I had I have a credit card right now where it's just like, yeah, I don't I don't really want to pay you off just because, like, y'all put me through some stuff. So I left the dollar on there. What? Left the dollar on that thing. Like, <laughs> just because, just so y'all can send me an extra bill and I can send y'all 50 cent. And y'all going to get 25 the next time. Who is it harming? Yeah. <laughs> Who is harmed in this it, situation? It's, it's just the point of it, too. And, like, even stuff that, like, some certain bills were, like, you know, that they want like yeah even though i could pay you automatically like i could pay you on a day but you give me a five-day grace period so on day oh four i'm gonna send it just out of principle don't listen listen cut all that out 
Don't yeah, just, yeah. block all of that out. Let so, that go in one ear and out the other. No, I'm talking about before, but now uh, like to be able to to actually have something set up on auto pay, like that's that's a whole new level of trust. Like, yeah, auto pay. Is I always mindset. tell myself, even if I had it, I'm still not auto paying nothing. Yeah, I hate auto pay. You know, get it when I feel like it. I think that's a mentality we really got to get out of, though. Like as a people. Yeah, man. I mean, because it's we'll only harming you. But yeah, true, true. Um, I think my the most gratifying thing for me was um, bargaining. So yeah, <laughs> even if you have the funds to go ahead and pay, like you sure that's the best y'all can do? Because I mean, ah, I only got, I only got this. Yeah, and then like bargaining is a lifestyle for me. Yeah. Once we are uber wealthy, I'm still going to be bargaining. <laughs> I'm still going to be trying to get the best price possible. I love a sale. If you owe, so I owe $5, but, you know, I seen on your site or somebody told me that y'all will take about 40% off this thing. Like, yeah, let's get it. So every single thing that we paid outside of credit cards, we were like, this is the best price. This is the best you could do, Jennifer. Okay. I don't know if I got it. Uh, let me hold well, on. We can do you these installments. If <laughs> you can do it at this. Take forty percent off. You can pay these installments monthly. You sure that's the uh, that's the total? All right, let me pay all of it now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the person, the rep, was on the phone like, "Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you got me." <laughs> so that was that was gratifying for me. But to bring this thing full circle, like let's go back to freeing up your funds from debt and allowing you to invest in other things. Yeah. Other things yeah. might be yourself, being your savings account, your retirement accounts, whatever those other things might be. Those investments, other things might be a crack house. <laughs> you never know, you know, but just installed this property and was like, Oh yeah, this is great. Reached out to the realtor and the lady said, Oh, you're interested in the three, um, what, what three do you call unit, it? three unit apartment. Yeah, they do about a thousand, a thousand a month. Right. So, so we thinking each apartment, common is, sense, is bringing in a thousand dollars. So we're getting all excited about how we about to buy this apartment because it's gonna make all the sense in the world. I'd had to do my due diligence and do a drive by to see. Cause so it, it the all the units have long term tenants in them. So because they have long term tenants in them, they only had two pictures on Zillow. To you know the people stuff is in there. So they sent us the photos personally of what it looked like, and I'm the zoom in queen. Okay. It was ashtrays and cigarettes, which okay, ashtrays and cigarettes go together. But we smoking in here, so I'm thinking about, you know, if they gotta go, then we gotta pay to clean it up, get this clean. We uh, we know we gonna have burn marks, we know we gonna have smoke in the paint. I don't know if y'all noticed, but cigarette smoke gets in the paint and it yellows any paint that's up there. So you gotta get that out. You gotta get the smell out completely. This seems like a lot of money to me. I don't know if I wanna do this anymore. <laughs> There's chip paint. On the bathtub, not sure how hard you got to get hit something in the bathtub to chip the paint, but shit don't seem right to me. <laughs> and then, what was in the window? 
They had the trash bags in there, the hefties. They had trash bags for curtains. Um, check please. Seemed pretty efficient to me. The fuck? You got blackout curtains. You know, no. Now that I know how much curtain costs, oh my god, it seemed genius to me. You can go get your big hefty instead of paying two hundred dollars for Shut some curtains. So oh, I but they got it together. That's why they here for this long. They ain't no. costing this person no money. So I'm trying to convince Justin that anybody who would live like this is only going to cause us problems. Now I'm not calling them a crackhead, but this is shit is crackish. You know who said that? I don't know who said that. Oh my gosh, y'all tell me who said it. So the shit was looking crackish to me. Justin don't is not as familiar with crackheads. So, it ain't even that. It's like, well, if they long-term tenants, then they ain't got kicked out yet. I know they paying on time. So, however they come up with this GMI, it is what it is. I don't got to see them. That's how I feel about it. It's like, they paying $1,000 a month for this unit. And I know that some mortgage is going to be like $800 a month. Mm-hmm. Then that's a whole two. Mm-hmm. $2,200. $2,200. I ain't have to do nothing for it. I don't even have to see the people. They don't have to know it's me who own the spot. But that's what I'm thinking about. And then it hit me. I was like, hold on. Let me look at this again. Because some... Because why has this place been on here for 54 days? Like, why is nobody else jumping on this? Mind you, our neighbor had already looked into it. Had had already looked into it, and I feel like he know and just didn't tell me. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, but um, I reached out and I messaged him again. I was like, "Yo, how much is the rent?" It's like, "Oh, it's a thousand dollars. It's twelve hundred dollars, uh, total. Uh, one is four hundred, the other is four hundred, and the other one was other the case. It's like, who is paying? Who they living the life? They living the life. Paying. Mind you, everything room. was all included. It's like, yo, yeah, for two bedroom spots. Like, oh, ain't no way." Yeah. Ain't no way, because they ain't going to be long-term. First day we closed, they ran getting jacked up 130%. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, guys. You went all Trump on them real fast. Gentrified them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, $400. Somebody pay all one little credit card. Hey, I'm the man now. <laughs> <laughs> what we need to do. Oh, my God. So, yes, y'all y'all be the judge of this shit. When y'all listen to this episode, y'all tell me whether or not this was a crack house or not. Because I don't know who $400. nobody. And, and it's I not Section paid. 8. It's not. And I ain't never paid $400. And I'm really concerned. Now, I think that's how much me and Michelle was paying for our apartment in Smith. In Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, Charlotte used, did not used to be this oh, well, well, Oh, Charlotte. Dang. That's that's crazy how much uh, Charlotte has grown so fast in because you yeah. can't even... Look in Charlotte's direction for no damn four hundred. You can't look in nobody's direction except for this one spot. in <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina, four hundred dollars a month. God, With like, utilities included, utilities you guys. and grass cutting included. I ain't included nothing. Yeah, yeah, they gotta have lead in the water. Ain't no fucking way. No way. I mean, if you paying four hundred dollars a month, let me know because I can buy your spot. Okay. Rent. <laughs> All right, baller. Rent gonna go up. I'll tell you right now, but I just want to know. I can't. Um, so yeah, basically, just to run, just just to let that number roll off. Um, 
my tongue wants more. $50,628.53. Hype. Feels we, good. It does feel good. We'll have to do an episode in January to see how much more we have accomplished Love in you. six months. Yeah, this, this is probably about a six-month check-in from the last uh, episode. So this part two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be. Okay, I like that. I like that. Financial episodes six, every <clears> six months. <throat> If you have any questions, any ideas on questions about how to do finances and how uh, you and your family, like, because I feel like everybody always has these questions like, yeah, how, who pays for what or how do you do this or what's the best mm-hmm. way to do this? Like, I, I don't really, not an expert, but like, we can always bounce ideas off each other. Yeah. So. Create your create your financial relationship with your partner. Yeah, definitely had a conversation. Had that vulnerable conversation. Don't expect to have this conversation once. Don't expect to have this conversation once a year. Try not to be frustrated with the person when you do have this conversation so that they can receive what it is that you are putting down. Um, and just understand that we all come from different backgrounds and we're going to see money and finances differently but I think the biggest thing for Justin and I is like we've always been on the same page with what our what we wanted our life to look like. We just had different ideas on how we were going to get there. I thought the money was going to fall out the sky. <laughs> he thought we needed to make sure that we had systems in place um, to be able to, to make this shit happen. So that is our six-month check-in, as you guys would say. And I'm really excited about the feedback that we have received from our last episode. Yeah, keep them coming. Like this, it's been really great. So I'm, I'm really, I'm ready to hear what y'all think about to debt do us part, part two. Part no, we gotta dose. call it something else. We we can't go with the just the parts. No, I had to keep my life simple, man. We should call it Justin buys a crack house. Hmm. Nah, Fez be watching. <laughs> um, we should call it. Don't sit your ass on this bench. All right, we're gonna go and close that. So that to his part. Yeah. No. All right, guys. All right. Look forward to another episode of Marriage Caviar. Um, with a guest. We're not gonna tell you who it is. Um, but just know it's gonna be good. Yeah, as always, follow us on Instagram at Marriage Caviar. We also have a page on Facebook. Uh, Good job, at Marriage Caviar. Shoot us your questions, thoughts, concerns, ideas, all of that. We appreciate your it. Laughs. Thanks for the support. Till next time. Bye.